0: Welcome, welcome to my lovely 5D collective. And for anyone who does not know what a 5D is, it's a person who has oneness consciousness. That means they are securely attached or on their path towards that whole three-year-old heart. They have compassion towards themselves and all of humanity. They do not have unawareness of any trauma that might be lingering around and above all they're using left and right mode that's why oneness integration of their human being brain so they know how to self-regulate their nervous system that means they have a relationship with the basic six emotions they do not project it to people so we don't have a group we don't have sides you don't go around yelling in people's faces actually you don't get angry And if you get into your Kali mode, you know how to get Shiva in the door and Krishna lila. So it means you're a grown-up, a functional adult who knows thoughts are not truths. You do not embrace spirituality over sciences. You do not embrace any subject matter expert or word, deity, God, whatever it is. Nothing is above you. Nothing is below you. You are a human being who understands how to use your intelligence, its actual intellect. Now, you're not confident in a cocky way you're a true confident person it means you know you don't know everything nor does any other person on the face of this planet and physics if we really need to grab data that's where it stands dark matter dark energy and mystics you have a relationship with the sphere of energy it is energy we are not armored god representatives we are not prophets we're not any of the 4d language there's no spiritual warfare when a volcano's erupting we don't need to be telling tales that are horrifying people We understand that there are tales that the past ancients used so that they could explain events, and today we have sciences that explains events. There's no need to keep on, again, addressing where we're moving as if we're not headed in a direction we are. It's called the future if we are able to get more people to be in their humanity, so it's a whole three-year-old heart. Otherwise, they're going to be human suffering humanity, which we see plenty of. They're all in separation consciousness. Just go watch the groups yelling at each other of why one group is more important than another. They're all shiny, shiny in their high knees. Our shiny, high knee is all of them, but we just say, hey, 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 three-year-old with broken hearts, are you done throwing shit at each other's faces? Because that's not helping anyone. No, actually, we mind our own business. We don't affect states of consciousness. Uh, in fact, we watch from afar as they throw shit at each other. Nobody's pulling at our energy because we're not a 4D mystic. No. See, a 5D mystic, again, is a whole three-year-old heart. I am a securely attached person is what that means. It means that within your own attachment system, in your human being brain, your human being body, you know your differentiated self is the word I'm going to use. Your thoughts and feelings. Please use your name. Do you have thoughts and feelings? Yes. They might differ than mine. Are you good with that? Are you going to be able to be a three-year-old who wants the floor... You know, what's fascinating is how many people don't realize when they want the floor and then they want to tell you how to be based on... some mirroring... No, they're not mirroring you. They're just projecting a mirror upon you. Here, here's what I think you are and should be. and So it's, it's not differentiation. That's a person who does not know how to basically be subjective and experience life consciously. Mm. On that note, they're not a siren or a mermaid. Mm, they're a person. So... We're doing a tarot oracle reading and channeled guidance, as I said. You love being a human. Humans are not broken. If any of you tuning in think humans are broken, please, this is not your channeled guidance or your tarot oracle. Just go listen to the people who talk about humanity being broken. And FYI, it means that you have a defective of shame button. It means you had some trauma going on as you were growing up and you haven't healed it. I'll just spell it out that way. It's not the devil, demons, or temptation. Compulsive cycles is because of inner critic, outer critic, and somebody having what is called... Helplessness as an infant growing up. You can get it straightened up and feel powerful. Yeah, but not for the pretend shiny, shiny ancient silverbacks. No, for real. Which means I'm empowered to be me. You're empowered to be you. And the reality is it means you can be humble and look at another person in the eye and mind your own. No, it's not about minding your own business. It's exchanging a tango. So we like to have tangos. And we have fun with those who don't know how to have tangos. So people who are not securely attached. A bountiful. A bountiful. They don't pull at our strings while their vibration definitely dampers as we get to know more of them because they don't move out of their human suffering. Apparently, they're blind to their own selves. Yes, they're too busy projecting onto others what they should do to live a good life or a different life than what they're living. Go figure. Okay, so on that note, thank you for stopping by, whoever it is. And however many of you don't believe in your own humanity, we are people who inspire human potential, so you can't be a human can inspire yourself and understand that every person, once they return home with the new attachment information trauma, it means you're going to understand what I'm talking about and not be like, "Ah, how dare this person? Yeah, no. (laughs) How dare I? How dare you make it out to be that humans have to be broken? I've had to hear that my entire life. I'm like, wait a minute. You're not broken. I'm not broken. Look at me. I'm whole. I don't have a finger out of place. Okay. So spiritual narcolepsy, which I love how the 4D transmutes always everything into a basically competitive dance. They compete all the time. Teenagers, they really are immature, insecure, and unreliable. Mm. And that is every single person who does not know how to be a securely attached person. So a whole three-year-old heart, on the other hand, is a consistent person, which looks like a stubborn human being to those who do not know who they are hard-headed, closed-minded, not open to new, you're going to hear some stuff in the future episodes, okay, so all these things, you're used to hearing it, and you're used to tipping your hat and saying, thank you so much for your data point, I love it, oh, tell me more about myself, how beautiful, yes, sure, (laughs) okay, so on that note, we also know when people are not uh, able to tap into the depths of them, because there's a lot, and it would be too much, so we leave it alone, And while others can get to know us, we know what areas to handle in a manner that is is—it's safe to be yourself, but it's understandable that you want space. When people project, we will say it's safe for you to be you, but don't project shit into me because meaning into my face. Otherwise, I'm going to have to handle it and and I won't throw it back. I'm just going to say, here, this is your shit, not mine. I don't know why you're giving it to me. And that's it. So when we meet low self-esteem people who don't know about their own trauma, childhood trauma, their own gaslighting, their own uh, inability to have had a beautiful household, not our fault, not their fault either, nobody's fault, no, no, but let's take the shit with our hands and be in an emotionally mature place. Okay, so those who want to use shiny, shiny in their hiney and follow ancient silverback, they are all doing stuff that I'm not channeling for. I'm channeling for people who know how to be self-compassionate. So when you awaken from the slumbers of this spiritual so-called narcolepsy, falling angel, we're all basically fallen angels, every single human being on the face of this planet. But let's not use these words, please. We all began life as a zero-year-old in the womb the last three months, things take place. And so I have psych education, my background, trauma, attachment, you name it. You can ask all about it, but let me channel guidance. As I was saying, so being able to finally be awakened to what was holding you back from being your whole three-year-old heart, a very open-hearted, spontaneous human being who does not have trust breaks, who does, though, navigate with the awareness that your brain is an anticipatory organ, and it's an embodied brain, and it protects you, and you are the person, use your name. You have child parts, and if you're the adult, you you have all of those parts visible. You know if you be reactive, why you be reactive, and you try working on not being reactive anymore with a therapist on your own, whatever it is. You take yourself very seriously, and to be yourself means the world to you, and you understand the enrichment of your ventral vagal nervous system in your day-to-day. You are not doing any compulsive activity, and if there are compulsive activities, you know that they are a soothing mechanism, and you are looking to disengage And you're working on tidying that up again and again and again. And so the clarity is here and the ability to organize a home that you want. You closed out any type of spiritual awakening contracts, meaning any of those people who you know came across your path in an effort to teach you about that which was missing in your life. You're done. You've completed those, you've completed those relationships that brought you the energies that your home was full of, so low self-esteem potentially, and indirect communication, passive-aggressive, so non-securely attached people, and people that have also their child parts leading for them instead of being the adult self. So some people might be securely attached, but they're teenagers ruling the world and therefore there's always a competition going on. So they have spite and envy and jealousy between partners who are romantic, whether polyamorous or monoamorous, doesn't matter. They don't know true compersion if they're polyamorous because if you have low self-esteem, it means you're jealous. It means you're going to be afraid you're going to lose me. It means you're going to get spiteful. You're going to manipulate shit. You're going to do stuff behind the scenes in your own ruminating brain, but still you're going to have a charge about it So on that note, none of those who I'm channeling for are here. If anything, you're a person who can be aware of it and you know how to maintain a state of compassion as you move towards your new adventure, which is understanding your subconscious as well as those of others. So when people are in a lower vibration, they don't pull at a securely attached functional adult human being. 5D mystic or functional adult 5D mystic enlightenment, functional adult, or 5D functional adult. The enlightenment is a variety of people, but not all. In all of these cases, this is not a race. These are different groups of people. And as I was trying to get to, those who are here, there is not a question of where to head to next or not. It's it's awareness of growth. No one can pull at you because you vibe at enlightenment consistently. It is you in your social engagement, integration of the brain. Social engagement system is on the default mode network of your brain, you, the person who's hearing this. If it's not the case, it's okay. You can get there. But this channeler here, me, is, is sharing with you something I know exactly how to describe because of learning it, but also being it. Subjective experience. We're not proving anything. This is not proof. No proof needed. Adaptive children are the ones who try to prove themselves to each other. Adults don't try to prove. They share with each other what experiences are enlightening. They expand each other again and again and again. So no one can drag you down, even if they try. And really, that's really, really sad if there's ever an experience for any 5D person here tuning in. Believe me when I say it's heartbreaking to the extent of just so sad. A sadness that is beyond sadness. The part about Kali, because we don't get angry, we don't need to correct people. They're not here for us to tell them what to be. No, it's only sad when a loved one, quote unquote, betrays you to the extent of trying to hurt you so much that you will be just, there's a loss of words. You have no words to speak. And it is in a way that is very sad. Like I said, this is the one word that will continue to come to my mouth when I share with people who are 5D. The 4D, they're teenagers. They get angry. The 3D, they're teenagers. They get angry. They all have a 01 one year old that they are not as an adult tending to. They don't know that they're a human being who will always have a brain that anticipates and wants to stay safe. So there's a difference when you're unaware that you are a brain like I am and that your brain is going to keep in check your peripheral view because it wants to make sure you're good. I thank my brain and body for it all the time. And so here's your number one. If you're a human, you know that your brain is an anticipatory organ. You work with it in an effort to disengage from its filter, but you understand that it's doing you the favor of trying to keep you safe, and that you don't need to keep yourself safe because there's no physical threat, but it's natural to understand that people who are not securely attached within their own bodies, so they have trauma, they have low self-esteem, they are not consistent, contingent communication, they are not secure for you to attach to. So when you think that you are in a safe space, and that's the part of what you learn from your oversoul, is that you're not safe just because they're part of your oversoul, In order for you to have a safe relationship means they have to be safe first in their own self. If they don't know how to be their own secure attachment, they don't love who they are, they don't have compassion for self, and they don't giggle and laugh at everything and know, you know what, it's fucking awesome to be me. It's fucking awesome for you to be you. If they don't know true self-confidence, they're not going to be any secure, safe spot for anyone. Except for those who want to keep learning the way of human suffering. So some of us, we don't do human suffering because we can see from the eyes of people that they go through it. Now, people don't believe that some people don't do suffering. That's because they don't have a relationship with their basic human being emotions. So it's their stuff, not our stuff. 5D has relationship with basic emotions. So we don't have obstacles. We only have opportunities, which is why a wailing tree is not wailing. When we meet Those who are basically family and they bring splinters and ruptures and essentially throw shit at you. The reconciliation, reconciling, in this case, making sense. We don't have to make sense of anything. The minute you treat someone with nastiness is the minute that another person who does not know trust break will say, wow, something happened to you. Here, let me help. We're not being pulled down. We continue to try to help you to get up. And as I was saying, there isn't an obstacle. There isn't a slowing down. You don't surrender to the universe. No, your relationships, you are making choice points. So when some people don't know that they are in a land of illusion due to their unhealthy upbringing, they won't be gracious or generous. No, they will actually be something quite the opposite. But those who rise above the fray... And as I was saying, we do not surrender to any universe with hands. We get ourselves to understand, hmm, that was interesting. That was interesting again. So the sadness doesn't break anyone down to the extent of that wailing. It's more of, okay, of course I can be sad. It's the part about having relationships that you trusted would go places and then they don't. Because all egos choose to protect their future. And some stay within the realms, again, of the heartbroken three-year-olds. So the ones who instead move forward. So those relationships, they are growing. And on that note, you're growing curiosity of you. And also being able to take what the universe sends you, and the universe sends all people the ability to expand your higher self, okay? So when the spirituality individuals who don't move beyond spirituality use the word ego, self, they think that you are basically not expanding consciousness. There's always a way for those who do spiritual bypass to disengage from understanding the concept of consciousness because they keep on putting it inside this belief system of sorts and the belief system does not acknowledge that you're going to be using your left mode of the brain if you don't use left and right together you can't put into practice the spiritual process that you are you can't engage in life if you're not thinking okay so the minute that a person doesn't understand that your inner world is with emotions but also thoughts To bring them in alignment means you being able to be an adult again. And with the universe and with any relationship, it's easy when you're a securely attached person, whether you were three and maintain a differentiated self or whatever it is that you became, your three-year-old differentiated self. So when you're in a room, you're not scanning the territory in any way, shape, or form. You are participating with vulnerability and openness. You will instinctively be in a safe space in your own body cuz that's your that's where you are intimate with yourself. So if your body says it's safe to be here, you're good. If your body says no, you leave. <laughs> if your body says this is annoying, I'm going to leave. You leave. You don't have to make it into a big deal. In fact, the opportunity for maintaining a consistent bail is easy for 5D mystics, because we are protecting the future by bringing many different walks of life together. And so on that note, um, you have been met with many different types of opportunities, as well as aspects of yourself and of others. Balancing was not hard, is not hard. For some, I'm going to say you came from the opposite end of the spectrum. You became awakened. From your own unfortunate household. Others, instead, uh, you are aware that those who do not know how to be benefactors in a way of kindness are people who did not receive it themselves. So, some do not believe in lending a hand to all people independently from what their motives are. That's for those who are in separation consciousness, for those of us in. Oneness, consciousness, this is my 5D. Again, our 5D, mystics and functional adults. We know that every human can heal from their own trauma and move from a human suffering body into a human body that knows equanimity and its ventral vagal state. It's called to become a securely attached person. You don't need a script for it. You need the decision of I'm going to, for those who have the straightforward path, it's I'm going to hold myself... Accountable for my emotions, not project them. And to understand that those charge parts are not chosen. They exist. You all have them. I have them. If you're an adult, you, in fact, have them in your hand. You don't go around saying, oh, I think this is unfair, so I'm going to tell you you're a piece of shit because you just made me upset. Mm -hmm. Some people, they lead life that way. There are other soul age groups. And that's where I should specify. Enlightenment soul age group, we don't go around thinking something is unfair Sounds very childish to talk about life as unfair. Does anybody not know that unknowns, unexpected, unsafety is always at hand, meaning that you won't know tomorrow? It's not unsafety. It's infinite possibilities. However, because we have a lot of people that are not their own three-year-old hearts, they are not safe to attach to, and they're not secure, which is why we create secure connections, which means something completely different. We build long-lasting relationships. We do not attach to people in general. So you will have learned how the only securely attached relationships you build are those who have not only true compersion for my polyamory community, but even if you're not polyamorous, compersion would be any person who's happy to see you thrive. And not one ounce of them feels, oh, how dare they thrive. And if they feel it, instead of sitting with, oh, I feel so guilty about it now. Yeah, go to a good therapy, get healed, and then come back around when you're whole and you're a grown-up and you're ready to be somebody who can own your shit versus being like, because <laughs> that energy is really annoying. Whenever I perceive, I don't even perceive it, because, see, when anything is not contributing to expansion, at a certain point, the ears tune it out. We don't need it. It's not a danger for a person to be envious or jealous, or spiteful for that matter. You don't represent danger. <sighs> People who choose silence out of their own insecurities are not dangerous to those of us who know how to speak. Those who know how to speak are those who are emotionally always participating to life. We're enriched. We're not afraid of saying, oh, yes, I'm sad. Oh, yes, I'm angry. And we're not in the, again, human suffering bit. But go tell people who don't know how to handle their emotions. this. Don't leave it alone, and as I was saying, if you're a person who's here, then you will have understood what I'm channeling and sharing with you, which is you don't waste your time with people who are not securely attached. They're not going to be around for long. They're just playing a game that you don't even want to know, and they don't even know, so they're going to go and find somebody to play a game with. not going to be a fun game, but that's from the end of the spectrum of those of us who are in the Enlightenment, so age group. So fruition is always, because the one fruition That a person who loves life has the fact that every day is a beautiful day. And that people who love you, they grow with you. And they don't need to be told about how special the relationships are. They know it. And they don't run from it. They choose love. So people who choose love are only people who know love. People who don't choose love, they don't know love. But they think they do. And, well, again, like I said... It's a very sad thing to see a lot of people doing human suffering when they don't have to. But hey, let's not burst their bubbles, shall we? The teenagers like to compete so that they can feel envy, jealousy, and a lot more, which they think is actually their ventral vagal state. No, what they don't realize is their default mode network makes aliveness only when they are in their re-traumatizing environment. So they continue to navigate the low self-esteem spectrum with their codependent type relationships. We don't have any need to be participant in a way of vocalizing this. And so again, for this lovely channeled guidance, it's for people who are whole and compassionate. As I said, and will repeat, what is low self-esteem, we tune out because it represents no danger. When somebody has a hidden agenda, when they're spiteful, when they lie, when they are really trying to get under your skin somehow, somehow, like you become more and more blind to it because it is not a threat for a person who only stores love. No crabs in a bucket, no person pulling down on you. No, what we end up being able to understand as you move into your enlightenment soul age group, this is only for those people right now, you will begin to understand that the vibration you're in is not a match to theirs. But it doesn't touch you because it's their suffering. It's their insecurity. It's their shit. (laughs) They just present it again and again. And as you are soft and flexible and adaptive and coherent and energized and stable in your smart faces, in your stable, mature, adaptive, rational, teachable brain, you're not really thinking about any of that. You're present with a piece of consciousness because that's what they are. They're a brother, a sister. They're a person that's part of your oversoul. So we're not shocked when people don't know how to be transparent, vulnerable, and true, authentic. It is sometimes shocking, yes, but only at the beginning of your journey. If you have Claire's and here, don't be. <laughs> I'll I'll spare you the the what's the I'll spare you the surprises for your oversoul. There is no saga, whether it's twin flames, soulmates. You don't have people that you need to consider soul contracts, karmic contracts, no, no, no. One, you'll know instinctively if you're 5D mystic who these people are when you meet them. You'll have a feeling and you'll just know if it's a colleague, like a work colleague kind thing, if it's a romantic potential, if it's just something instead of just, you know, uh, socializing, if you will. There's a different perfume for each one of these lovely types of individuals you encounter and when it's actually part of your oversoul in a way of expanding each other you're going to know it immediately that that's just beautiful the most amazing gift you can be given is that which is why the illusion is only one that you think that they will have your best interest in the forefront a person cannot have another person's best interest in the forefront if they don't have their own best interest and that means if they unconditionally love who they are and can be their authentic three-year-old whole self as a grown-up. As long as you meet any human being who does not have complete ownership of their subconscious and conscious, and I'm meaning this right now, some people think it's not possible. (laughs) Those are the same people who don't do it. And that's why they're not 5D mystics or functional adults for that matter. Okay, so the minute that you own your thoughts and emotions and you can take accountability always, and that means you know your mistake their mistake. What does it matter? We don't represent a threat to each other when we're having conversations. So as I was saying, the illusion is thinking your oversoul will have your best interest. But the illusion is also thinking your oversoul will not have your best interest. The illusion is this, is thinking of your home as a space that will always be supportive, if you are doing differentiation of the self, it means you take ownership of your name with your thoughts and feelings and understand the subjective experience called life. And you, in the oversouls journey, are not pulled, you're not pushed, they can't push buttons unless you're still a child, that is, or a teenager. I'm talking to people who are growing up. If you're growing up, it means you are organically or through support, being the adult self and working with your charged child parts. No one can push a button because you can stand in a space of compassion and love and just know, wow, we're different. You're not pushing a button. Because even if they do, boo, love, boo, love. So it's not a button because you don't get frustrated. You don't get blue and sad and, oh my gosh, my family or my loved ones, no. No. Okay, so that's why I'm trying to be as specific as possible. It is, yes, something you don't expect. That's only because of the way the 4D talks about these souls and contracts and da-da-da-da. So, again, don't break it down if you want. Obviously, your choice, your life. I'm sharing if you want to acknowledge all people are people. And if they are not authentic and genuine all the time, it will come out. Because in time, they will show you exactly what, quote-unquote, tricks they have their sleeve. Those who are not intimate or in love with themselves or life, the ones who have trust breaks, they will not in any way, shape, or form walk a straight line with you. They will gaslight. They will ghost. They will be spiteful. They will be envious. They will be malicious. All those words that you hear out there. But again, for 5D, doesn't actually look like anything because they're all human suffering. That's all this this is. And it's really sad because there's really great therapists out there that can help every single one of these people to get into a different state for their own state of consciousness. So we're not immune because we're emotionless. It's immune to what is actual just suffering, meaning uh you are really, really in a bad state. I hope I hope you have the best for you. You know, this is what this is what it's called to use your prefrontal cortex and be in compassion. I'm not gonna empathize with you, I'm not calibrating my nervous system according to your insecure ego. No, I'm gonna be like, wow, I hope you really find your purpose because my gosh, you don't even know what the fuck you're doing in life. That's just so sad. Uh, You're a grown-up now. Why are you a void? Oh, wait, shit. You didn't have a childhood. I'm so sorry. You really should find out about EMDR, somatics work, and a good child parts work person. Go to good therapy. You'll find find out real soon how amazing your life can get. Oh, you'd rather be drunk and do drugs? Is that okay? Well, hey, (laughs) you know what? I'm so sorry. Your compulsiveness, it's not the devil, demon, or temptation. No, your compulsiveness is an indication of your human suffering... So sorry you don't know. You're a disconnected, uh, attachment, insecure person. It's so sad. So sad for you. Bye. Uh, We don't say shit like that to people. It's instinctive to know that if a person, again, is in their suffering, they won't be able to be accountable for anything. They will only bring their shit. If they take ownership, that's already something nice. And ownership just means, "Ah, my life's going this way. I want to share it with you. you know, But when they try to get you involved, that's a different story. Even though... It's something very straightforward that you can, uh, no thank you, I don't do this this stuff, I don't know what you're doing, but that's not mine. And so, oversoul, you got to expand and become more of grace and generosity, because the 5D person always looks at threes in the ability to see from the grown-up, ah, oh, here's my teenager with the unfair, and my little child self, oh, how cute are you, here's my attachment to, of course I'm afraid, or emotional, or whatever it is, ah, oh, okay, let me contemplate, what am I moving beyond, oh, I'm moving beyond this theme today, moving beyond the theme of, I don't know, my family will always have backing up shit, no, they won't, okay, so, whenever you begin that. So for me, for example, Teenage Land was when that began with the uh, lovely awareness of the song, you only hurt the ones you love. It's Elvis. And I was like, well, they do teach you though how to handle other people because they're not going to be <laughs> all nice to us, right? So you, you always make the best in a loving way because again, hurt is not really hurt for those who know how to navigate emotionally. It's an emotion called sadness, which is part of our processing of something that happens. And it's because of wanting to connect. Sadness is about connection. Anger is about correctness. The teenager thinks, "Ah, I know everything. I want to correct shit. (laughs) But the part about fear that's protecting us. And when you're aware that, like I said, physical is where you really want your fear to be engaged with people, though. Because of emotional being the essence that you are, so let's close on out with this one. You want to share your heart with someone who wants to hear and be there. And that means they won't betray you. And that means they won't cast shit at you. And, and that is the part that you, as a 5D mystic or functional adult, will always take a leap of faith. Because when you have a whole three-year-old heart, you know intimacy with yourself and you know love. And so you know you're a human and I'm a human. We're both flawed and imperfect and we both unconditionally love if we are securely attached people, okay? doesn't matter how old you were. If you were a person who maintained unconditional love and differentiated itself as you grew up or you got healed through trauma therapy and stuff like that, you got over here and you want to share vulnerability, it's one of the most special gifts that we get, is the opportunity to be a piece of pure Purusha Parakriti, pure consciousness, is this person that's securely attached with an integrated brain, they know they're human, and we're human, all of us, and that spirituality process is not about something in the sky, and it's not some special gift, it's your ability to Lead your path with whatever, let's say there's subject matters that are of interest, uh, character traits, it's yours. It's for you to define, you'll feel that wholeness if you are a person who stands up for yourself. Who stands up for how you present what you feel life to be. And that when people say, no, no, I think it's different. You've learned how to accept, that's their subjective experience. And you continue to understand how to let those trust break people, they need the floor. Because they haven't proven themselves to themselves yet. So they need to project and mirror and continue to use their words. They don't hear their words. And they don't hear the words of others, which is why they will talk over others. But, like I said, a 5D person actually doesn't feel that it's disrespectful as you get older. So it's as you get older that you realize most people are going to do this until they are people who will be securely attached so that means that they know their self that they use their name that they have done the journey either with a therapist or on their own that they've moved to wholeness so here's where <clears throat> this is bezel van der Kolk some traumatic experiences are too overwhelming to take in to acknowledge to experience and so you split it off and it doesn't become part of your history you get a little gap in your history This is for those who have dissociative identity disorder and or dissociation. And dissociative aspects involve depersonalization, derealization. That's where a person doesn't have all their parts working together. They don't even know that they might have memory barriers, consciousness barriers, and that there's therapy for them that can get them to become a whole self. And for those of us who instead our whole self here said, listen to everyone, but never let what they say determine how you are. Okay, so securely attached people. No one determines how we are because we are a constant piece of expanding love. And like I said, when you encounter your oversoul, do not think of them as safe spaces. Do not think of them as unsafe spaces. Recognize that they are a person in time, they will share with you if they know intimacy and love. And that will mean if they do, then they're going to be a person that consistently shows up for your differentiated self again and again and again. Your heart will be heard, and you will be heard. That's the felt sense of self. You will be welcomed as whole, and you will not encounter any of those other vibrations. The other vibrations, those are your opportunity to consistently maintain how you are and then to listen to them because they need to be heard. That doesn't mean they're going to do anything about whatever it is they're sharing. In fact, you learn how to disengage from their vibration and their emotions because some people, they consider human suffering the way to go. And they like stereotypes and generalizations. So allow limited consciousness to be their limited consciousness. They're not curious about exploring the depths of their self with the new no, in fact, they stay with the ancients and they want shiny, shiny. And it's for another day right now. it's a, That's enough channeled guidance. I'm closing out. Okay, so building beautiful relationships. When you meet polyamory, securely attached people, you'll find true compersion because that will be people who know that sharing love is the most beautiful gift and they are not threatened by different partners because they know that each bond is one and of themselves. As you all know, I'm a solo polyamory person, so I'm speaking for that community. If you're securely attached, you will know this too. If you're not, then you will have a different journey with your polyamory journey, and it's not good or bad. It's the same that monoamory gets, and it's the same that I was describing. If you think that your oversoul is going to have your back all the time, you are in an illusion that is called not being aware that you are an ego self and they are an ego self. So you get yourself securely attached within your own self. Be your own safe haven, be your own secure base. This means all of your child parts, you can see them. You can soothe you. You know how to self-regulate your nervous system. This does not mean you walk alone. No, it means you know how to say, yeah, this is the data point. Here's my story. Here's my feelings. Here's my heart. I'm being authentic and vulnerable and transparent. And I'm not going to try and figure out what you're doing. But I will know if you bring to me heartbreak. And then I will also know if you're not sharing shit with me. (laughs) I will know everything because I'm a person who senses the felt sense. So when people are who they are, what they don't understand is that they will be felt because we feel each other. So while they feel gentleness and love and expansion, for those of us who are open-hearted, again, if you were on the other end of the spectrum, you were not unseen, People like myself will always know what we have in front of us, but we look at you as whole because that's what you are. And furthermore, we actually tap into the higher self of you. We already know what you can be, which is why we say, I unconditionally love you. You're safe to be you. You're safe to unload because there's not anything wrong with what you're going on. It's called feelings. It's called life. It's cool. We're here. We can share it. We can play with shit, quote unquote, and make flowers. And that's the reason why we won't ever say no to having the opportunity. But we know that it's not because you're safe. And the minute that you start showing us whatever it is, that's the minute we'll know how to recalibrate. So that we can allow ourselves to have space for you, and you can keep growing however you want to grow, and we'll keep doing us. The differentiation is about differentiation and linkage. There's a me But people who need codependent type relationships and non-differentiated relationships, they don't do the mawi. They want you to mesh. And so when those things happen in different ways, shapes and forms, we will say, "Mm -mm -mm, stay in your lane, stay in your lane. And that is where sometimes it isn't about splinters or this is where we don't have divine timing. Securely attached people will say, stay in your lane. And if I need to repeat myself, eventually let's say, stay in your fucking lane. Or I, or else, or you know what? I, here's, here's what, here's the deal. I am good with this wall because you did not know and you don't know how to stay in your lane. So I'm going to have to, we don't like walls. But if people don't know how to listen, once you've repeated enough times, you're going to have to create it. And that's the minute that that's a very different story for a securely attached person. It will have meant you disrespected me completely to the extent of me having to put up a wall or you put it up, whichever way it goes. Because the reality is it's being put up not to protect fucking shit from anyone. It's because there's not people who are actually open to vulnerability. And so if one's open to vulnerability and one is not, you're going to end up having this back and forth, that builds a brick wall, and for both sides, there will be a different reason, and a different rhyme, and a different thought. Like I said, we don't actually cut any cords. The wall is not a cord. A wall doesn't mean we don't know how to go around it. It doesn't mean we're not in each other's energy sphere. It means we have become, and we are done, with whatever it is that we were trying to expand together with or whatever so and this is never an end game either because as long as you're breathing you're alive but like I was saying people don't play around the ones of us who are using our time in an effort to protect the future. We're having fun, we're enjoying life, we want to be able to be our giggly three-year-old wholehearted self, we're not here to heal people if they don't want to work through their trauma or their attachment insecurities, it's their shit, not ours, so this is why somebody presents a facade, uh, but they're enjoying to get to know you, you're going to be okay with that, but you're going to know it's a facade, because we already know if the person is sharing themselves with us or not. The same way the person will know if we're sharing ourself or not. It's called a felt self or felt sense of self. So on that note, as we close on out, your oversoul is a beautiful gift, always a gift. People don't pull at a 5D mystic or functional adult because the low self-esteem energies are not pulling anyone down because it's only if you don't know how to self-regulate your own nervous system. It's only if you don't know how to be your own safe haven. So that's something that if you don't know yet we talk all about it but again it would be that you're inclined to want to take ownership of your own zero one year old attachment system and you can it means you can navigate your emotions and be the owner of it and want Dharma not karma meaning neutrality and duality meaning not ah, it's unfair. Oh, that bullshit PR, you you must not know evil if you're talking like that. No, some of us, we don't need to know. But you know what? Whenever someone presents, you don't know what it means to be mean. You know what? Fine. I might not know. I don't want to know. But what I'm going to say is I believe in love and for real, not pretend. So the ventral vagal nervous system, that's the default mode network that gets engaged in that social engagement system when you are a whole grown-up person. And that's why you can look someone in the eyes, see them as whole, Whatever shit they haven't handled will come up. And whatever implicit bias, it doesn't matter. We'll catch it. And even if they're nasty, we're like, wow, that's interesting. Tell me more. Like I said, they'd have to really try quote-unquote hard, but that's not even true. The only time in your oversoul you will have things take place is because you're actually actively trying to build a relationship. And That's why there's aspects of vulnerability, because you are trying to build love and not taking quote-unquote no, but it's because there isn't a no. So when people are low self-esteem, indirect communicators, passive-aggressive, and they all are codependent types, they play a game unknowingly, we're not playing. We're actually trying to bring the relationship together, the 5D person. So we will be trying to figure out how can I walk with you in what your arena of safety is? Because I want to be your friend. I want to stay in your life. They're not wanting that. They're the adaptive child who wants to gaslight, to ghost, to manipulate, but they don't know it. Some do, some don't. It doesn't matter. This is, again, why it's indifferent. It's a play that is not of strength. It is one of weakness. In fact, let me see if I have enough time to get our lovely Ron Siegel. He had a good quote from Ron the other day on fear and weakness. And it was, uh, it was something, one of nicabm.com's courses. Actually, let me pause it so I can find it here it is. So this one is, uh, unlock the keys to healing and transformation with our online trauma training course on overcoming defectiveness. Okay. So this is NICABM a couple days ago, Ron Siegel, psychology doctorate. There's this myth in the culture, which is that only weak losers have defects that in fact, you feeling bad about something in yourself means you are a weak loser. And what he's trying to say with the sentence, obviously, is that we're all potentially going to feel that we have defects or that we're unworthy, so doubt, right? This is where any one of you a teenager when you were a teenager? Okay, but the culture of sharing that you would be a loser if you feel that way, and so then not exploring all of it. This is what people don't understand about exploring emotions. is about understanding I'm a person, but I can also move beyond that, and I don't have to repeat it over and over again. Here's another one. Christine Podesky, PhD. Clients don't even think of core beliefs often as beliefs. They just think about it as, a, as the truth about themselves. This is how to work with feelings of defectiveness again. So when you are not using what is, <clears throat> here's Sadhguru. If you are deeply involved, even with the simplest things in life, you will see every aspect of life as is spectacular. If you don't understand that your subjective thoughts are thoughts they're not truths that beliefs are not truths this is why there's a difference between a person who's 5d and those who are not is that a 5d person will know that feelings and thoughts can navigate together and they can maintain equanimity you don't have to repeat cycles once you've understood to create a grown-up relationship of reassurance and maintain linearity. Terry Real's definition of healthy self-worth. You're not superior in fear. You feel this in your heart. You feel I stand tall to be me independently from who you are and what you tell me I should be. <clears throat> and that's why you're oversoul. No matter if they reject you, a person who stays who they are does not break. And there's no trust break. So you will love and, and move into more. What I mean by that is, there's no amount of, um, there's no amount of. I don't have words for it right now because I'm trying to conceptualize something about your oversoul, and that would be simply put, as I said, if you're five D, you're securely attached. It means you know how to hold space. It means you know how to be authentic and transparent. And when people mistake this and then they play some game, we don't play games. And so. At the end of the day, whatever is created is not to protect you unless you're a 4D person. It's something you will have full awareness of. As long as you've done everything with authenticity, pureness, and love, that's because you're intimate with you. Healthy self-worth. So you don't lie, you don't deceive, you don't need to. There's no need unless you're in a war and, and nobody's in any wars. People talk about relationships like if they're, you know, on the battlefield. This is bullshit. And it's really just a demonstration of the fact that people don't know how to harness their own emotional plane. So keep on using the word spirituality and you won't find your humanity because it's, it's an illusion that is with a bunch of stories. They serve a purpose. But if you don't add the data, which is the human stuff from the attachment researchers, the trauma researchers, biology, neurobiology, but not the ones who are still putting on a pedestal these spiritual stories. No, if you're putting on a pedestal any subject matter, you're a child to a grown-up. A grown-up that is 5D mystic enlightenment functional adult. Okay, so the channel guidance was done a while back, food for thought, and... All people are welcome, but we talk about things as independent individuals and mysticism is something we take seriously, but I'm good with woo-woo lady and pseudoscience lady, so welcome to anybody new. There is no devil, demon, uh, none of that. That whole plane exists for a different reason and the 4D is going to keep on living their plane. I'm not here for the 4D plane, and nor are we, because the 5D person is here to say, hey, humanity, we can all heal trauma together. The ones who want to, come on board, let's go. Talk about good psych educators and let's talk about mystics also. And let's not put anyone or anything on a pedestal. So again, you're oversoul. they are still egos is what I'm trying to get to. If they are not securely attached, if they don't have fun in life, they will have other shit going on. There's nothing for you to know about because you'll automatically move forward because life is too short to be with people who don't know how to love and be intimate with their self and to actually enrich their life every day with love, true love. True love is only if you're being yourself and being happy to be there. It is very sad to know that there are those who definitely are not here, okay? So you may encounter them. If you do, again, if you're, if you're completely in the new bandwidth, if you will, you will not know it because person who is suffering is not a strong person. They are a powerless person. It is an infant who's powerless. That's why we will not perceive any of what they do as something quote-unquote threatening because not only are they just locked in their brains ruminating, which is even more sad, Two, there's an actual infant who's crying in there and is just feeling so powerless. So we won't feel anything except for the powerlessness of a person as they present whatever it is they want to present, which is why, like I was saying, those who enjoy interacting, but they're not actually willing to take a leap of faith because they're not really trying to have themselves be known. They're just trying to have a good time. We will know that. It's not the absence of them. They're protecting themselves. They're the ones who are living half a life, not the other way around. When we get to know people, we're always enriched. And we're good with sharing who we are because, again, you knowing me isn't going to be a threat to me, independently from if you don't know how to share who you are. When people don't know what they're doing, that's a different story. But, again, very straightforward how to say, no, I don't do this. <laughs> So this is not going to work out for me, but thanks for the time and thanks for, you know, enjoying stuff with me and da-da-da, but yeah, I don't, I don't do life or relationships this way. At the end, we like authentic, transparent, heart-to-heart grown-up conversations. And so those are the securely attached people, again, polyamory or monoamory. We have compersion for each other and when we meet envy or jealousy, we could know no better. (laughs) So, That's good for us and for them. uh, They have room with their friends to chit-chat and do other stuff about. Have a wonderful day, my lovely listeners, and we'll be back again with more.